Paul said in Philippians, that the peace of God will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. His peace is our guard. Welcome to the Parable Podcast. Thanks for joining Family Life on Air host, Randy Snavely, as he digs into the story lessons taught by the world's greatest teacher, Jesus. In this episode, it's part one of Guardian of the Galaxy, taken from chapter 12 of the Gospel of Luke. The setting in Luke 12 has thousands of people pushing and shoving each other, trying to get closer to hear what Jesus is saying. But clearly, not everyone there is listening to Jesus. The scenario would be comparable to, say, oh, maybe you're attending a lecture on why oil prices have skyrocketed, and someone in the audience interrupts the speaker, demanding he explain why seagulls don't live as long as other birds. Jesus is teaching about necessary principles the child of God needs to be aware of, like the dangers of hypocrisy, how valuable each of us is to God, and how the Lord will help us through difficult times. And then a couple of guys start arguing while Jesus is speaking. One of the men pushes his way to the front, and you can tell he wasn't paying attention because he says something that has absolutely nothing to do with what Jesus has been teaching. His statement, and really it's a command, comes out of left field. Teacher, tell my brother to divide the inheritance with me. I love Jesus' response. It's like he's saying, what has that got to do with anything I just said? Jesus replies, man, who appointed me a judge or an arbiter between you? Where are you coming from, buddy? But since you brought it up, let me say this. And we begin at verse 15. Then he said to them, Watch out. Be on your guard against all kinds of greed. Life does not consist in an abundance of possessions. And he told them this parable. The ground of a certain rich man yielded an abundant harvest. He thought to himself, what shall I do? I have no place to store my crops. Then he said, this is what I'll do. I will tear down my barns and build bigger ones. And there I will store my surplus grain. And I'll say to myself, you have plenty of grain laid up for many years. Take life easy. Eat, drink, and be merry. But God said to him, you fool. This very night, your life will be demanded from you. Then who will get what you have prepared for yourself? This is how it will be with whoever stores up things for themselves, but is not rich toward God. Imagine for a moment you're one of the founding fathers of the United States of America. You're in the room with Thomas Jefferson and Ben Franklin and others. You're part of the group given the assignment to come up with a new constitution. However, you only get to make 10 laws. Which 10 would you make? Well, the first one that comes to my mind right away is you can't murder anybody. That is definitely wrong. And more than likely, you might make a law about stealing. You can't do that either. But how many of us would come up with a law against coveting and against being greedy? 
it is the Tenth Commandment. But I'm guessing that would not be one of our Ten Laws. Covetousness, it means to want something. Greed follows right alongside coveting by wanting more. And envy is right there too. It means to want what others have. Paul Harvey tells the story of how an Eskimo kills a wolf. The grisly account offers insight into the destructive nature of greed. The Eskimo coats his knife blade with animal blood and freezes it. Then he repeats that action several times over until the blade is hidden by a thick coating of animal blood. The hunter next sticks the knife securely in the ground with the blade up. Before long, a wolf smells the blood, and when he sees the bait, he begins to lick it, tasting the frozen blood. He licks faster, more and more vigorously, lapping the blade until its sharp edge is bare. Feverishly now, harder and harder, the wolf licks the blade in the Arctic night. In his mad craving for blood, he does not notice the razor-sharp sting of the naked blade on his tongue, nor does he recognize the moment when his insatiable thirst begins to be satisfied by his own warm blood. His carnivorous appetite just craves more until the dawn finds him dead in the snow. You are listening to the Parable Podcast from Family Life. Today's episode, The Guardian of the Galaxy, Part 1. It's taken from Luke, Chapter 12, Verses 15 through 21. When Jesus says we are to guard against all kinds of greed in verse 15, he's including the covetousness, the envy, and even jealousy, which is being envious of someone else's success. Jesus knew that greed would take control of our whole being if we weren't careful. So he tells us to be on our guard. A friend of mine worked for the DOT in Missouri with a group of guys who were given the task of digging out some muck and mire in a swampy area so they could build a road. The heavy equipment kept getting stuck in the mud, so they had to shovel it out by hand. They wore boots that came up to their thighs, and once they stepped in, they were stuck too until they dug themselves out. Besides getting stuck, there was another more serious problem. The area was infested with water moccasins. Sharpshooters were brought in and stood on the banks, and whenever a water moccasin started crawling toward one of the diggers, they would yell out, Snake! and the sniper picked him off. I asked my friend if he was worried about getting shot himself, and at first he was, but then he told me, you know, those riflemen were pros. They never missed. No one got bitten and no one got shot. The snipers were tremendous sentries. They were outstanding in guarding the men. And that's the kind of protection we need to guard against greed. How do we get it? Paul said in Philippians that the peace of God will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. 
His peace is our guard. Now remember what we said a parable is designed to do. It acts as a window for us to see into the heart of God. It causes us to look heavenward. Jesus takes a topic that we know something about and tells a story that has a moral that perhaps we didn't understand before. A hidden truth appears, and we see it through the window he has created. However, a parable can also act as a veil. People who have no desire to know the heart of God or to follow him don't get the parable. It just ends up being a nice story and the truth is hidden from them. This has been the Parable Podcast with Randy Snavely. Click the subscribe button so you'll know when new episodes are released. And be sure to check out Family Life's other original podcasts, including If That Makes Sense, Therese Talk, and Rise Up with Steve, Therese, and Tim. Family Life is a listener-supported ministry. Your partnership makes podcasts like this possible. Find out more at familylife.org. Thank you.